Shalom, I'm Rabbi and you're listening to Kabbalapod. Shalom to all. Welcome back. We just had Rosh Hashanah, and we've made it through the month of Elul. And during this time, we've been talking about this idea of tzvekas, of clinging to Hashem and growing close to Him. And so for Rosh Hashanah, we conclude that part of Elul leading us to this period of God as King and He's on the throne. And now we have, in the coming days, Yom HaKippurim, the Day of Atonement. We have sources for what to do on this day. We, we wear a kittel, we daven, we fast, we act like the angels. We plead for mercy from on high for us and everybody else. And we go through who will live and who will die. We bow down on the floor many times, right? We have all these things. But what is the purpose of it? What does it do for us? And what it is, is in the line of how we've been talking about what is good for me is closeness to Hashem. And Tzavikas is that concept that clinging onto God and developing that relationship so we can feel close to Him at all times. We have now come to a point where we can make some active, practical changes to enable our success in this journey. Okay? And so, regarding Yom HaKippurim, the Chida, and I'm quoting from Sefer Nesiva Shalom, okay? The Chida and Akal Kodumim explains that every sin generates impurity for the sinner on both an internal and external level. When a Jew regrets and cries over his sins, he sheds thereby the external layer of impurity. Eliminating the internal layer, however, requires even greater input. A revelation of divine light is necessary. When this light illuminates the person's soul, the powers of impurity that cling to him are displaced. That is fascinating. And that's what we have. We have this day of atonement. We we do restore you we're gonna do a lot of teshuva, right? And we, we're gonna we're gonna beat our chest. We're gonna plead to Hashem. But we know who we know who Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, we know who David is. We've been having a relationship with him, we've been working on it, because the king was in the fields and we took that time to connect. If we didn't take that time, we can still take this time now. Okay? And we're gonna connect with Hashem. We're gonna say, God. I'm, I'm repenting, and I know I didn't do so good. I can be better. Enable me to be the best I can be. Right? And so we have this opportunity. And this marshal was just shared with me the other day that here we are with Slikos and with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and what do people ask for? They ask for small things. There was The marshal was that there was a prince who left the king's presence left the kingdom and went away to another town. And many years passed, and the king missed he missed his son. So he sent a messenger to ask the prince, "So anything you want, anything in the world, just name it." The prince said, "My jacket's a bit ratty. I could use a new jacket." The messenger came back, and the king said, "What? What does he want?" The messenger said, "He wants a new jacket." And the king cried because here was the opportunity to come back to the kingdom and to be with the king in the kingdom at his home. So too, the Jewish people, we have this opportunity to end Galas. We have this opportunity to ask for it to end and to bring us back into the kingdom and to be close to the king, our heavenly father, and to connect with him. And we ask for Parnassah, and we ask for health, and we ask for all these other small, minor things. 
Now, all these things are definitely important, no doubt. And the text reflects this as well. These things are important. But we have the ability to ask for so much more. And so we should. And so here we are on Yom Kippur. And we have this opportunity to ask for these things, to grow this relationship. One of the things we have to do to enable our growth is we have to shed the filth, the, sh the smuts. we got to get rid of it. And so for the external part of it, actual heart-wrenching teshuva over what we've done wrong that separated us, how we've left God's presence by our own actions, by putting the schmutz on ourselves. It's in us and it's on us. And so we need to take this opportunity and we need to repent and do teshuva and just plead it out to beat our chest. And if we can, cry a tear, not force, but one that just comes. Tear or not, the beating of our chests, the, 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 the repentance, the getting the crouching down, all of it, we are showing the external act of washing the schmutz off. So, the book continues. Aside from the external and internal defilement brought by the actual sin, there's another aspect of purification central to Vodas Hashem. The centers around those actions falling into the category of Kadesh Atzmecha Bamutolach, sanctify yourself through that which is permissible to you. This refers to actions that are not forbidden per se, but from which one should still abstain from. In the light of the mitzvah, Kedoshim Tihiyu Kikadosh Ani Hashem Elohikim. You shall be holy, for I, Hashem, your God, am holy. Our charge is to stand before Hashem and all of His holiness and conduct ourselves in ways appropriate of His privilege. Failure to practice modernation in these areas will likewise blemish the pristine soul of a yid. Rav Menachem Mendel of Vitzbis explains that every form of physical pleasure serves to distance a man, to some extent, from his creator. Consider the example of the king, who insists his subjects from being clean at all times. A certain individual, in the course of his chores, passed along some foul-smelling refuse. He took pains to ensure that neither he nor his clothing should support any untoward stains, but an offensive order wafted from him. While such an individual did not violate any express commands, he may still not approach the king in his present state, as it would constitute an insult to the honor of the throne. Since our place is to stand before Hashem, the Pasuk exhorts us, the Pasuk exhorts us to refrain from any action that will leave even the slightest hint of an odor clinging to us, we must retain the complete purity of soul. Yom Kippur. And here's the catch. This is what you need to grab onto. This is what you need to get. It's what you need to hear because here we have the ability to move forward with our Devekas and to grow by leaps and bounds in this next year. Vizrash Hashem. Yom Kippur has the power to cleanse a Jew of all three levels of impurity. It removes the external layer of impurity, purifies the internal layer, and even neutralizes any hint of odor of sin, enabling a person to once again stand before Hashem in absolute purity. How amazing and beautiful is that? That we have this day of atonement. And what is atonement? Not beating my chest for no reason, but pleading to Hashem. This is the day that I can remove all three layers of schmutz. I can remove the external, the internal, and the, and the smell. And I can be freed of it altogether and grow even closer my Devekas, even closer in my feeling the closeness of Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at all times. So I exhort you, 
We have a few days to Rosh Hashanah. We have a few days until Yom Kippur. We just passed Rosh Hashanah. A few days till Yom Kippur. Now's our opportunity. If you haven't done Tashlik, do Tashlik. If you haven't done the Natalas of the Darim, knowing your vows, do it. Cast your sins and all your vows. Come to Yom Kippur clean and free so that God can truly purify you so that you can work on this next level of Tavekas. Because that's what we're going to be continuing to dive into. Because that closeness to Hashem is what is good for me and is what is your good as well. Editing note, I'd like to note that in the episode I accidentally said Retelas Hadarim, and that is not correct, it's Hataras Hadarim. If you're not familiar with the concept of Hataras Hadarim, annoying your vows, now's an excellent time to look it up and talk to your local Orthodox rabbi to make sure that you do not have vows held in front of you and before you when you approach HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Yom Kippurim. Thank you for listening to Kabbalapod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share it with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrick on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and purchasing our custom-made Kabbalistic Judaica jewelry or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com Kabbalah.